when you started talking about the bus. I'll never forget, like, the first day I was riding the bus. I was all pumped to be the first one dropped off. Bus full of kids. I was all excited. I was, And you're like, have fun in your bus ride, losers. Yep. Sprint off the bus. Run across the yard. I wanted to hold on. The kids are probably like, there goes God of football. (laughs) Yes, you're so right. (laughs) Sign a couple autographs on the way out of the bus. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. I hope you enjoyed the last week. I did a re-release of the four-wheeler episode. Hope you guys enjoyed that intense story. Um, here with Burke tonight, just the two of us. Just the two of us. Yeah, as Will Smith would say. We can make it if we try. Is that how it goes? Yep. Just the two of us. You and I. Yep. Me and old Burke. We're going to... We're going to just have a nice discussion about some stuff we need to get off our chest. Uh, we're going to talk about the best TV neighbors. Obviously, going to hit you with some 90s stuff at the end. It's going to be fun. We always have fun. Always. One thing that we always do together is have fun. We're just two best friends <laughs> having fun together. I just made that song up. What do you think? I think that we've got... <laughs> the beginning and now we just need to find the chords and get right we need to we need to take this to the workshop mm-hmm. and, and finish this thing i think we've got something yep <laughs> i got a question for you i'm i'm so excited when you were a kid what were things that you thought signified wealth oh my <laughs> definitely if you had a pool okay <laughs> you signified wealth man i'm trying to think uh Video, I'd say video game stuff because I didn't have anything till my grandma gave me a PlayStation. Your grandma gave you her old PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, she got tired of it. She was tired of playing NBA Live. Jet Moto. <laughs> she gave me one for Christmas when I don't know sixth grade maybe. But so I'd say yeah, probably if like you had video games or like a pool, which like literally. I didn't know a single person with a pool growing up, so I don't know why I thought that. Probably because of TV. No, I thought people that had pools at their house were super rich, too. Oh, the kind of TV you had. If you had one of them big screens. We had one. That was, I don't know, one of those things. A thousand pounds, that, it like, seemed like. rear projection. Yes. Yeah, we had one, and it was, I thought those were I thought so it was cool. a big deal. Except, looking back, I'm like, if you were like laying on the floor, like you couldn't see couldn't very see well. It. Nope. <laughs> or if like the sun was coming in through the, the window too yep. much. And our big screen had a uh, it had a remote. One of the remotes that came with it had a mouse ball, and you could move a mouse around the screen. That sounds amazing. And my friends thought it was super cool. And we had picture in picture, but I didn't know how to use it. And I didn't really want to use it. I was like, I don't want to watch a tiny show in the corner while I watch a big show. But just the fact that it could do it. Yeah. So when I was a kid, yeah, I tell th- me yours. I thought if you had stuff that was like Eddie Bauer edition. Oh, great call. <laughs> that was like. 
wow, you're super wealthy. Great call. Your dad has like an Eddie Bauer edition jacket. Yep. Who's Eddie Bauer? I don't know. But when you said that, I would, my mind totally went to like the Eddie Bauer edition like vehicles. My my mom had an Eddie Bauer edition Explorer. And nice. Those are nice. Yeah. And then I just remember like we got it and I was like, wow, we have arrived. We have an Eddie Bauer edition Ford Explorer. Yep. You're thought big that, time. I thought it was big Moving time. Up. Another thing I just thought of, the the um a, the basketball hoops, the adjustable ones, but the ones that you like actually put in concrete in your driveway yes. with the plexiglass backboard. Not the ones that just had water or sand yeah, in the base. Yeah, that's what we had. We, we had me too. One. We had the water one. We had one, and I we laid hundred pound tractor weights on the base to hold it down. But if you had one that was actually built into the driveway, I thought like, yeah, you're you're big time. Yeah. Um, we didn't have a garage fridge growing up, but some people did and it was fully stocked. And I thought that was a sign of opulence. <laughs> um, Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yes. Tommy Hilfiger stuff was, and then like, boy, it was a precipitous drop for Tommy Hilfiger. It did not it, end well for it, him. It wasn't long before it was like, um, on those commercials for like giant sales at the state fair, fa- yeah. state fairgrounds. Oh yeah. It'd be like Tommy Hilfiger jeans, five dollars. Ralph Lauren, five dollars. Yep. Car stereos, ten dollars. And it was like, wow, Ra- Tommy Hilfiger jeans are like five dollars. <laughs> wow, they've really fallen a long ways. You got to be careful what you say when you go on a talk show. A lot of people have hurt their career going on a talk. Did show. Did he do that? Yeah, he went on Oprah and like said some real bad stuff, oh. and that started the downward spiral. He said some really racist stuff Ooh. to Oprah. Didn't he say something like? I didn't make Tommy Hilfiger for poor people to wear. He also said that. Yes. Yeah. Yikes, it, buddy. But it's that brand is still around. Oh, it is. Yep. You can buy it at Kohl's. I saw some Tommy Hilfiger jeans at Kohl's when I was there a few weeks back, and I really wanted to find some in my size just to have an old pair of Tommy Hilfiger jeans. Again. I would love it if like the next time you, me, and Tommy Pickles hung out, if you just wore like a Tommy Hilfiger shirt. Gosh. It'd be so great. I had. That would be awesome. I had one pair of Tommy Hilfiger jean shorts. Same. And like, oh man, I saved those for special occasions. Yep. And then I had one, one Tommy Hilfiger shirt. And again, my sixth grade yep. school picture, I got the dyed <laughs> blonde bowl cut. I'm rocking the Tommy Hilfiger. It's the last picture I took where I was skinny. That was the last one. <laughs> I've been slightly chubby ever since. No, that's not true. I got a little skinny in college, but then I got right back to being um, slightly overweight. But. I mean, for what it's worth, I think you look great right now. You're I think so you good. Look, You're so a, good to me. As a grandma would say, you look really healthy. <laughs> sturdy. <laughs> you look sturdy. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I thought just really signified wealth. Man. Um, there was a family in our community that had a Jaguar. Ooh. And they were the you only family I knew that had a Jaguar. And it was so dumb. We'd all we'd all be like, "There's the Jag." <laughs> we weren't even like that good of friends with these people. Yeah. We would just be like, "Oh, there's their Jag," like at football games and stuff. There they are. It's them. They're the only people I knew that had a Jag. What about subwoofers? If like your friends got a cool like stereo system with a big speaker in, in the house car, in their car. Oh, but that was a thing that like a lot of kids were doing when I was in high school. Okay, my brother had a crazy, stupid amp and huge subs in his car, and like. It's one of those things where he would listen to rap music and it'd just be like, yeah, and it's like rattle. Like the, yeah. And you're like, what are what are we even listening to? I don't even yeah. know what this is. Those were 
the absolute worst friends to ride with when he went and did stuff in high school if they refuse to like turn the music down. Oh my god! The music blared, but then you can't talk or hear anything. My brother's ha- my brother had a Chrysler LHS leather seats in the back, so really comfortable <clears throat> seats, but it would you could feel it just vibrating through the seat, and it would like shake the windows. Yep, I was gonna say rattle the windows. I almost said shatter, but that was so stupid. Of course, it didn't shatter the windows. <laughs> god, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> what if I just like lost it on myself over here? Uh, that'd be pretty hilarious. And you're like, lie. Burke is punching himself in the head. So <laughs> stupid. I can't believe I said the wrong word. I can faintly hear you off in the background. <laughs> and you're like, there's a lot going on in this guy's life that he's not talking about. Oh, yeah. It's an overreaction, buddy. Betterhelp.com. We need, <laughs> we need to get them as a sponsor. I, o- online therapy. We should get AskJeeves.com as a sponsor. Now I, you're talking. I exclusively use Ask Jeeves for all of my internet search now engine. you're talking. Work. Yep. yep. Gosh dang. The guy won't die. No. Jeeves will not die. We That was like, okay, I, I was being facetious, but for real, <laughs> when I was in middle school, that's the search engine me and my friends all use. And our and our Apple Mac and our Apple Mac uh, computer lab. It was always like, just go to ask Jeeves. Yeah. Wasn't, uh, there was something with the word hot in it. Hotmail. No. <clears throat> hot? Wasn't there was a search engine with hot, like Hotbox? Wasn't that a search engine? Not that I'm aware of. Hmm. Uh, should I Google this? Tommy would Google it if he was here. He was, I feel like there was a search engine called Hotbox or something. In the 90s? In the, yeah. Late 90s, early 2000s. 90s use. search engine. Not 100% sure, though. Um, No. Hmm. Oh, 10 search engines from the 90s. Let's see. Dogpile. Never web heard crawler. Yeah, I've heard of that. Excite. Hotbot. Hotbot. I've there it is. I've never heard of Hotbot. What a pull. That's what it is. Yeah, it had the green ne- and stuff. Yep. I've never heard of Hotbot in my life. Hotbot. Man, wow. It's amazing the things you remember. That that came from the deep recesses <laughs> of your brain. All right, buddy. I've got something that I've had written down as something that has bothered me. I've had it written down in my phone for like a year and a half. Okay. And for some reason, I decided apparently tonight is the night that I need to air this. Something grinds my gears, and it's when people think, I'm not going to like direct this towards women, because there could be men who enjoy this too, when you think you need to have like 16 decor pillows on the bed mm-hmm. that you take off and throw them all over in the corner before you actually get into the bed and sleep with your pillows that you actually sleep with. I don't like that. I think yeah. it's dumb, and it's inefficient, and it's a waste of time and money, and I don't understand why people do it, and it really bothers me. And maybe I'm letting it get to me too much. I don't know. Yeah, I uh, maybe I should have asked if you were a pillow person before I said that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> even a make my own bed person. I'm yeah. like, uh, I'm gonna. I'm planning on being back here in 12 hours. I'm yep. not gonna make it. Yep. Um, kind of like Jim Gaffigan has that line. He's like, it's like tying your shoes when you take them off. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I I know what you're talking about. It seems wildly inefficient to me as well. Like, what are we accomplishing here? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pillows that aren't doing a lot of heavy lifting if you know what i mean yeah and then you got seasonal ones some people probably too so you probably got you're probably changing ones for fall for christmas then maybe you got like your winter ones and then your summer ones what if you got like 40 pillows off in an attic somewhere was your ex-wife a pillow person no yeah luckily we didn't do that was your mom no okay so just to get this clear i don't know why this has had no effect on your life none whatsoever zero (laughs) 
<laughs> You've never encountered this. Never ever. But you're pissed. But I'm pissed about it. This this would be like you being mad about I don't know sea urchins. It's like have you ever <laughs> seen one? No. I'm just mad that they exist. <laughs> oh man, maybe I need to chill out then about the pillows. Yeah, I, I mean, until it comes across your radar, yeah, I think you've got other fish to fry. Yep, you bigger, bigger fish indeed. All right. So I was listening to the radio this weekend. Okay. Actually, on the way back from Thanksgiving, uh, we had a long drive from Minnesota, and we stumbled upon a classic rock station. Oh no, they were playing Third Eye Blind. I. <laughs> As soon as you said classic rock station, I knew where that was going. I was like, what? And then yeah. the next song they played was, I don't know, something like Gin Blossoms or something. And I was like, and they and like, I wanted to make sure I heard them right. And they did a little radio ad in between and they were like, re- you know, repping themselves as the classic rock station. And I was like, wow. When I was a kid, classic rock was Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Black that, Sabbath, stuff sh- like that. Shouldn't it be like, to me, classic rock isn't like, all right, something's like thirty years old, so now we can call it classic rock. To me, it's like its own genre. Like, yes, it's <clears> a specific seventies and eighties, right or what? Yeah, it's it's like yeah. I, I just think feel you're like stuff I think like that should just it. stay on like an alternative station or a nineties station or something. Mm-hmm. I I think you're onto <laughs> something here. Classic rock is forever in my mind the seventies. Yeah, it's, it's early Aerosmith. It's um. Even the 80s, you got to be a little careful with. But yeah, 80s probably, I don't know. 80s rock is its own thing as well. But bands. We, need to, we need to get everybody on the same page with the nomenclature and what we're going to call these things. Mm-hmm. But that's a good point. Classic rock is yeah. the 70s. I think too many people out there are like doing it by how many years a song's been around. It's like when I say oldies to you, what is it? 50s, 60s. 100%. It's 50s yeah. and 60s is oldies music. Yep. That's it. Yep. All right. Well, that's a bummer. I bet that made you feel old. Here's what I want to know. When are we going to get the first stations that are like classic rap? <laughs> there is no classic rap station. There's not. And imagine they're playing like Cisco and like <laughs> early Jay-Z and Tupac. And they're like, yes, you know, 98.5. You're home for classic rap. That station actually would be pretty sick. Sugar Hill Gang. Yes. I would listen to that station all the time. Little Run DMC, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Back when like rappers didn't rap about like shooting people and stuff, they just yeah. rapped about things like bacon and stuff. It was like funny. <laughs> They'd rap about like funny stuff. Like go listen to Rapper's Delight. It's kind of funny. It is. Yeah. Gosh, Sugar Hill Gang. That's a great one. Man, did they do Bombs Over Baghdad? No, wasn't that Outcast? Oh, Bombs you're right. You're, it was outcast. You're right. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay. I thought of this the other day. Do you have a random memory from like your childhood that is just like seared into your brain? Whether it's like a like a, a random statistic you heard once that just like never left you or something, and you like until you die, it'll be there. Because I have a very specific one that I can still like vividly see. What is it? And it's <clears throat> so when I was little and always riding around with my dad, uh, he banked in Rembrandt. And so he'd always take gravel roads to Rembrandt. I just have this. I just randomly remember like those 15, 20 minute drives to Rembrandt and his pickup on gravel roads. And he always listened to Paul Harvey and Paul Harvey's radio commercials. Was Paul Harvey the one that would be like, and that little boy grew up to be Winston Churchill. 
Probably. And then he ended with, good day? Yeah. I think Paul yep. Harvey would like, and now for the rest of yep, the story. Yep, that's Paul Harvey. Yep. Yeah, and he always did an ad um, for some vision company because for people who struggled with macular degeneration. <laughs> so for the rest of my life, ever since I was like seven years old, I, I've known what macular degeneration is. And I remember sitting in my dad's pickup truck hearing it said over and over again on gravel roads growing up. That's just seared in there. Macular degeneration. Do you remember Doug who had mesothelioma? <laughs> How could you forget Doug? Uh, yeah, Doug. How could you forget Struggling him? with mesothelioma. J.G. Wentworth. It's my money and I want it now. I, I mean, call J.G. Wentworth. I mean, those they stick with you what forever. What sticks with me is... Rattle, rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, wow. boom. Don't worry, call your car X band. That is amazing. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah. As soon as you sang it, though, came right back. <laughs> came right back. Um, I have a vivid memory. I Actually, this came to me today of, so right now I work in the elementary wing a lot, and I mm-hmm. work with elementary teachers, and I'm in their classrooms quite a bit. And it's really just taken me back to when I was in elementary school, and just... I just have like these weird nostalgic memories of things like wearing my backpack and getting on the bus and like the smell of the bus, like the yeah. seats had a smell. It was like that pleather that kind of like oh, fake yeah. leather on the seats. And oh yeah. I, I don't know. I, I thoroughly enjoyed every stage of school. I was a kid that wasn't, I mean, I was always ready to move on to the next stage. I wasn't like, no, I don't want to graduate, but it was always like, I've had a good time. Yeah. I have no bad feelings about any of this. I yep. enjoyed elementary. I enjoyed middle and high school and uh, college. And I just have a lot of fond memories of elementary school. Like these kids are getting all psyched up about Halloween parties and Christmas parties. And I was like, those were great days. Yep. Especially when you knew like that Christmas party or that Valentine's Day party was going to be um, after lunch. And you're like, once lunch hits and then we get that lunch recess, the learning's over. It's all party time. That's an we're, exciting feeling. We're going to like watch Rudolph and we're going to have Christmas cookies. And I mean, it was just the, we, I just really remember the parties from elementary school, yep. the Valentine's day party when you were, you've been working on your shoe box that you cut yes. a slit in the top and you're, you're just excited to see what everybody's going to put in there. And yep. you had to eat a bunch of those chalky little candy hearts, <laughs> but, uh, uh, the yep. smell of the school bus and those seats are like vivid yeah. to me. That is a good one. I rode the bus for many years. I mean, a ton of years. I was a big bus rider. Yep. Slept on the bus a lot. Nice. I'd always try to fall asleep. I was the first person to get dropped off after school once we got out into the country. Bus rides were never long for me. See, us, it flipped. If you were first on in the morning, you were first off in the afternoon. Gotcha. And then every quarter, it flipped. So then you'd be last on in the morning, last off in the afternoon. Ah, yeah. That's kind of a fair way to do it, yeah, I think. Parody. I like it. Yep. I uh when you started talking about the bus, I'll never forget like the first day I was riding the bus, I was all pumped to be the first one dropped off, bus full of kids. I was all excited. I was And you're sp- like, have fun in your bus ride, losers. Yep. Sprint off the bus, run across the yard. I wanted to hop- Hold on. The kids are probably like there goes God of football. <laughs> yes, you're so right. <laughs> Sign a couple autographs on the way out of the bus. Yeah. And I go sprinting across the yard. I'm going to hop. A, we had a fence around the house. Oh, to no. Keep the dog in. I'm oh, going to no. hop the fence and look all cool and start playing with my dog. I go to hop that fence. Foot catches on the top of the fence. 
I do a complete just like flip smash down into the ground and they just sprinted into the house as fast as I could because I was so embarrassed. Was the bus still there? Oh, yeah. They all saw me. <laughs> they all saw me. It was and, only like a three second run. So everyone watched me just biff it. And then the kids looked at each other and were like, we're not calling him God of football nope. anymore. Completely ruined my reputation. He's Adam Fencefaller. Play with your dog in front of the bus. What a flex. I know, right? I was like, oh, yeah, they're going to think I'm so cool. It's the, it's so stupid what we think is going to impress people when we're kids. Oh, big time. I so used, I had a long gravel driveway, in the, and we lived on a highway, and I used to try to time it up riding my Huffy. Uh, like, it wasn't like a, it was like a BMX type bike, you know, it was just kind of a bike. It wasn't a 10 speed. It wasn't a mountain bike. Um, I try to time it up that right when a car was passing on the highway, I'd get to the end of the driveway, slam on the brakes, and whip my back tire yes. around. And I was probably like, they thought that was so cool. Yep. Okay, I'm going to go time it up again for yep. another car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that When you stuff. were in elementary school, did you learn your name in sign language like I did? Oh, my. Do you still remember yours? I just signed my name yeah, to Yeah, you did. He did. R-Y-A-N. I no. feel like that was something a lot of kids did. Like, I don't know if we did sign language. I feel like everybody, when they were in elementary school, went through like a like a three-day phase of like, I'm going to learn sign language. Then you just learn your name, and that's about it. Did, were, did you, were you taught it, or you just... I don't know. I, I, don't I know think I we checked out a book in the library or something. I was just like, I'm going to learn this. We did have a girl in our class who had, who had hearing impairment, had hearing aids, and she knew full sign language. Really? Um and she would teach some of us sign language sometimes. She was a good friend of mine. Don't remember if I ever actually learned my name or anything, though. Couldn't do it right now. I mean, you showed me an A, so I could at least do two A's. Yeah, I don't know the D or the M because I only learned the four letters of my name. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Better luck next time. Did you ever hear that rumor when we were kids that Mr. Rogers and Dolly Parton were fully tatted up on their arms and they wore long sleeves? Is that a real thing? Did you ever hear that? No. You didn't hear that? No. Oh, man. That rumor went around when I was a kid that like... Fully tatted Mr. Rogers. That Rogers and Dolly Parton both had full sleeves, and that's why they always wore long sleeves. They weren't going to show off their tattoos. To How this did day, that get started? I don't know, but to this day, I'm not sure if it's true or not. Well... Let me ask you this. Uh, we never did see Fred in a t-shirt. No, we did not. Uh, well, maybe he was in one. I don't know, but I don't remember ever seeing it. No. I brought this up to Tommy. The, I was at Tommy's house last night, and he said he remembered this. Okay. Do you remember hearing a rumor when we were in elementary school? I got to say this delicately. Okay. About Marilyn Manson and his ribs. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Sure do. Here's my question. The internet did not exist at that time. No, it didn't. How was that going viral? I was in a completely different part of Iowa, and we all heard the same rumor. How does stuff like that spread? How was it spreading before the internet, Adam? Man. And did you also hear the rumor that Marilyn Manson right now. Marilyn Manson was the friend from the Wonder Years? Yes. We I heard the same rumor and I don't know why. It had to have been like people from small town Northwest Iowa or whatever are like going to like the mall in Des Moines. But here's the thing. You overhear something and it just they take it back I to their hometown. I saw a tweet recently that brought up the Marilyn Manson thing. And it was like something kids all across America heard. Yeah. Is, that is it, wild <laughs> to think about. Like, how did rumors no, spread? No one is, A, writing an article in a paper about that. Nope. Nobody's, there's no news story about that. No. 
and the internet wasn't a thing yet. So, like, how did it happen? I wonder if whoever started the rumor or whoever first heard it from someone, they, like, call their sister who lives in another state. It randomly comes up in conversation. They tell their kids. Kids take it to school. Do, and don't you feel like it's more again. like your cousin comes to visit for the summer that lives somewhere else for like a week? Yeah. And he like brings these these tidbits of information. That's probably more likely. I just. Because parents aren't talking about that with their kids, probably. <laughs> no. I just. I'm really fascinated by pre-internet things that went viral that we all heard as kids. That's a great point. <laughs> Boy. Um. I have another. I gotta th- sit and think on that. Yeah, it's a thinker. We should probably. It's probably out there now on Google. Now we have the internet. We can Google. Now we know exactly why things go viral. Theory, yep, hundred percent. Doesn't take long. No, and like the Macarena was a phenomenon, but there was a music video. Now, yep, it would like let's just say back then it would have been weird for these dances to become trends, but now there's like a different dance trend every. Now it's the gritty. Yep, and then there was. Hit the Quan and the Dougie and the Orange Justice. I mean, like, it's like all the time, but we know why. It's the internet. Yeah. But, like, why were things happening in the 90s that we all were a part of? I don't know. You said gritty. I saw a hilarious video the other day. It was By on- the way, the only people I ever see hitting the gritty are NFL players and 10 year old boys. Yeah. So this one was the 10 year old boys. Uh, it was, a, it must have been like a birthday party or something for elementary kids. <clears throat> there was boys who were in. Two single file lines beside each other and two at a time. They were do each doing a gritty. Ah. They would do it for like 15 feet. And then there was a group of girls like in their class who would watch them do it. Then all huddle up and decided who won and then announced the winners. And they were having like a gritty tournament. This is a real thing. These kids were like 12. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Where did you see this? A parent shared this video on TikTok. It was like a two minute video. (laughs) And I was just fascinated by these boys being dejected by the girls from their class saying, oh, your gritty wasn't as good as Timmy's. What's so funny is when you actually watch what the gritty is, it's very stupid. Very. And like you just hop around kind of years from now, these kids will look back when they're our age and be like, man, that was really dumb. Yeah. Just like when kids were hitting the dab seven years ago. It's just dumb. (laughs) The dab. (laughs) Oh, man. Do you remember, uh, did you ever have a car or um, a portable CD player in your car that was hooked up to your stereo through a tape deck ad- adapter? <laughs> I did, did not have one in my car. I've seen them. It's quite a Rube Goldberg machine of audio. Yeah, it's a connection to a connection to a connection. <laughs> but you get there eventually. It's unbelievable, <clears throat> the schematic, how we drew this up of like. A lot of chords. I am going to trick my tape player into playing a cd yep. from my portable cd player that i it says has anti-skip yet somehow <laughs> it skips anyway <coughs> i remember having this portable cd player that said anti-skip and on like track bus rides in middle school it'd be skipping i'm like mm-hmm. what is anti-skip there'd even be a switch on the yeah, side you could bogus. flip yes to the yes. anti-skip mode Never and i'm worked. like this is the greatest case of bait and switch since the never-ending story mm-hmm I remember I bought a lime green one, supposed to be the best anti-skip one on the market. Bought it at On Q in Spencer, Iowa. Do you remember the store On Q? No, we've talked about this. I do not oh. remember it. So I buy it, and the first uh, trip to a basketball game we have, and I'm all pumped. What CD? Uh, boy, probably Baja Men. <laughs> Still in high school? Oh yeah, probably Baja <laughs> Men. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe like now 22. Well, no, they wouldn't have been on 22 by then. 
Uh, I was really K- Casey in, and JoJo was really into the NSYNC CD freshman year of college. Adam, 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 Adam stop, it. stop. People can hear this. Don't say that. <laughs> People can hear this. <clears throat> so I remember getting on the bus to go to the basketball game, setting it on the seat, and I was all pumped. I was like, finally, this is got this has got to be the one that works. And the anticipation and the excitement of testing it out. Three minutes into the trip, skip. It was, skip again. It was you had such, to sit it and hold it. I remember I would start like wrapping my CD, my discman, like in a sweatshirt or something, and it's like setting it on my bag. So then the sweatshirt would absorb the the blows, and it wouldn't skip. It's so baloney, mm-hmm. complete baloney. What uh, that anti skip thing? Yep. Okay, I pulled up. Now that's what I call music too. Okay, because we did one with Adam or with yeah. Tommy Boy. Oh, yes, we did. Okay, I love this. Okay, I'm going to name the artist. Okay. Britney Spears. Like, you want me to say the song? That yeah, was probably what song there? do you think it is? It's got to be Hit Me Baby One More Time. Yes. New Radicals. Oh, what was their big song? Um, what is it? You Get What You Give. Yes. That's- Don't give up. Yeah, I like that song. Um, Robbie Williams. What? Millennium. That was, I, I vaguely remember that. Is that, that the one that went the... The, I'll have no idea. I just remember the video had a lot of gold and glitter. Okay, I just gave absolutely no context to no. our audience with the noise <laughs> I just made. Semisonic. Oh, God. Uh, semi-charmed kind of live. Wait, closing time? Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's right. Um, U2. What would have been the U2 song, then? Sweetest thing. Ah. Whoa, okay. whoa, the sweetest thing. This, is, this next one is actually one of my favorite songs ever. Okay. It's very, very good. Sheryl okay. Crow. Um, soak up the sun. No, that's way too recent. Hmm, Cheryl Crow is such a good song. Sun, sunshiny day. Is that a Cheryl Crow song? No, it's my favorite mistake. Oh, that's a good. Th- that song. My favorite vi- mistake. That song's that's a good very song. good. Yeah, that's a good one. Fat Boy Slim. <laughs> um, uh, funk, funk your brother. What's no. it called? Right about now. No, I don't even think that's Fat Boy. Is that Fat Boy Slim? I think so. Um, no, it's uh, Praise You. Oh, I geez. have to praise Great you song. like I should. Classic. G- garbage. No idea. I don't I know think if I've ever I'm heard paranoid. garbage. Cake. I definitely heard of Cake. I don't know what song it would be. You're never, ever, ever, oh, ever there. Never there. One of the only bands that featured trumpets quite a bit. Yep. Um, 98 Degrees. Ooh, boy. Which one would it be? Would it be... I'm not sure I'm even remembering the names of their songs. I know they had like four bangers. Because of you. I don't know 98 Degrees' mm-hmm. catalog. Spice Girls? Wannabe? Nope. Spice World? Goodbye? Do you know that song? Yeah. If I had played it, I'd know it. I've definitely heard um, of it. Blinky Blink Black Street? What? No diggity? No, but the uh, picture for it is for Rugrats logo. It's called Take Me There. Hmm. R. Kelly? Yikes. Yeah. When a woman's fed up. No. Oh, here we go. Ever the name was called When a Woman's Fed Up by yeah. R. Kelly. That didn't age well. No, it did not. Um, Everclear. Oh, is this uh um oh my gosh. I should know this. It's what is it? It's bothering me. Father of mine. Yeah. Man, I love that song. Yeah. Sublime. Don't know. Do you listen to Sublime? Oh, I've heard of some of their stuff. Love is it's what I got. Oh, that's a good I said, song. Remember yeah. that. Yeah, that's a good song. Backstreet Boys. Is it Backstreet's Back? No, it's not one of their bigger hits. I'll never break your heart. I don't even know oh. how that song goes. 
I'll never break your wait. I don't care who you No, nope, that's as long as you love me. Okay, I don't know what then. Um Jay Z. <laughs> what Jay Z would it be? Uh I no idea. Big, Take a guess. Big uh what he had a song that was called Big Something, didn't he? Um Jay Z? Big? What am I thinking of? You're thinking of the Tom Hanks movie Big from the eighties. <laughs> The two always cross my mind. <laughs> it's hard knock life. Oh, that, I didn't think I went back that far. Oh, yeah. And last one. You will never get this. I don't even. Baz Lerman. Oh, I've heard of that. It's that the graduation song? No. No. Well, Baz Lerman is from is the that? Romeo and Juliet sound. It's called Everybody's Free. Anyway, that was a fun trip down memory Man. lane. I used to really look forward to the Now CDs. I never owned one, but I remember the commercials. Yeah. Yeah. I really looked forward to it. I love those Time Life commercials where it's like all the songs of the 70s. Yep. And the songs would like scroll up the screen and then whatever one they were giving you a sample of would be like highlighted yellow. Yep. Those were so good. We used to watch an infomercial like that in college. Like we would actively watch it on our TV in our dorm apartment um, for Burt Sugarman's like midnight special. This is some great 70s. Yeah. And I remember watching it and being like, Talking to my roommates, oh, this is a good one. Yep. Th- this is a good like chunk of the infomercial. There's going to be some bangers coming up here. We would just watch it yeah. in a freaking infomercial. I would <laughs> never see those until we went and stayed at my grandma's in Spirit Lake, but I would watch them there because she had cable. Rattle, rattle, thunder clatter, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Don't worry, call your car X, man. Oh, man. It is a... We should... Sometime we should like do like jingles we remember that we'll never forget from those like safe let repair safe let replace (laughs) i remember so many randoms uh isn't it like 1-800-488-EMPIRE for empire carpet yes yes. i'm probably botching the number but Uh, you got it close enough i don't know if i remember a lot of other jingles though i mean if i thought about it i mean the jg wentworth one we talked about i remember uh the general go to the general and save some time is that a legit insurance company yeah because general car insurance it started out being like um something only advertised on daytime tv during like judge judy and you're like okay this is not like a legit company this yeah. is like checking to cash checking to cash ah there's another one checking to cash yep it's it's a legit one now yeah and like i think they turned the corner when Shaq started appearing in their commercials yep once Shaq diesel Put his stamp on it. The diesel. I think people started trusting it. I want to be like Shaq someday. That he like, ge- like generosity wise, he yeah. it has so many millions of dollars, and there's all sorts of crazy stories out there about him like just doing super generous things out to random strangers in public. Mm-hmm. Such a nice like recently. Well, I wouldn't say recently. Like a couple months ago, he was like shopping for a ring for his wife or girlfriend or something. And like people were like videotaping him because they're in a jewelry store with Shaq, mm-hmm. and he goes up to a guy who's trying to who's like ring shopping for his fiance, and he tells the guy like, "Pick out any ring in here you want, get the best one possible, like your dream ring, and like I'll buy it." And the guy picked it out, and Shaq paid like twenty thousand dollars for this guy's what ring. What a guy! Like I, I'd love seems to be like a genuinely like good that. guy. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I just thought of another jingle. Okay. Do you remember? Those super bizarre Quiznos commercials with the rats that had human teeth and stuff. 
What? No. That quid no sauce, because they are good to what? eat. You don't remember this? <laughs> no. um, they were like the creepiest. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, you don't. I can't. I I wonder if I if I'm able to show you this. I hope I the listeners. Remember. Yeah, Quiznos. They're rat- taking a trip down memory lane with us. You don't remember this? Okay, here comes the ad. I found it on YouTube like right away. Okay. These things had human teeth. Okay. I do not remember that at all. Somebody recently on Twitter was like, you know, I think those Quiznos rat things are kind of when everything started to fall apart in modern Uh, society. Yeah. I guess you don't forget it. They got a pepper bar. <laughs> so funny. Oh, oh it's very esoteric, but it's funny. Yep. Okay, man. We can just talk about anything. We can talk about anything. We should. You know what we should do some episode? We should get an encyclopedia or like a dictionary out, point to like something random and just start talking about stuff. Just see if we can talk about it. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be exciting. And if we can't, we'll just edit that part out. I don't know if exciting is the word, but it would be something. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely be Maybe something. Maybe not exciting. Are we going to talk about TV Neighbors? Yes, we are. Okay. Moving on is an exciting topic we're going to do now. The Mount Rushmore of TV Neighbors. We mentioned doing this, I don't know, like three, four months ago, maybe. I don't know if I have like a Mount Rushmore, but I would just like to explore the topic with you. Okay. I have a Mount Rushmore, like a definitive one of mine that I wrote. Okay. Oh, but I, we can explore I'd the like topic. to hear yours. Okay. And then maybe I will think of something or someone that you forgot. All right, I should have wrote. I'm mad at myself. I didn't write any honorable mentions, but I'll try to remember some honorable mentions. Okay, so give me your Mount Rushmore. My Mount Rushmore number one to me. I went with Wilson yep. Wilson Wilson Wilson. Yep. He's first of all got crazy stories. Had all sorts of wild experiences. Traveled all over the world. Like he seemed done, like a guy that watched a lot of PBS. Yeah, guaranteed PBS. Yep. And he's done like stuff with random tribes and village people from all over the world. It seems like yeah, he's got all the cool decor, all the stories. But then he's just yeah, he was always home, <laughs> which is the funny thing. Always he must home. have done it all as a younger person. I don't know. Yeah, that wise old sage advice. Did they always, ever show his face at the very the after the very last episode? I remember watching it. They had everyone come out and like bow. He had a tiny fence. He had a tiny fence, but then he took it down. Oh, did he? And he saw his face. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he died uh, like only a year ago, I want to say, or two years ago. That really brings the mood down. Poor guy. Anyway, I should move on. I just remember Tim (laughs) Allen had a really heartfelt post. Oh, yeah. Anyway, number two, Steve Urkel. Okay, I thought of Urkel. Was he a good neighbor? I think he was. just like people you'd want to live next to are just like all-time greatest TV neighbors. I guess I picked for people I'd want to live next to. Oh, you actually want to live next to Urkel? Because I'm thinking, I tried to do like a well-rounded one, plus also just my four favorites, really. Urkel's going to bring you the entertainment value. Seem like a genuine guy who would help you out and be there for you. Got to deal with the clumsiness. When did Urkel ever do something for the Winslows? When was the Winslows like, we're on hard times and Urkel stepped in? Like, <laughs> Urkel was nothing but a problem. And I mean, like, they liked him. There had to have been something. But right? Urkel, they were never like, oh, man, Urkel really came through for us. Yeah. Right? 
Maybe it's just purely entertainment value. I think he still belongs him. on the Mount Rushmore because he's like an all-timer. But yeah. I just challenge the idea that Urkel was somebody you'd want to live next to. Yeah, good call. Stefan, on the other hand. Now that's a guy. Yeah. Okay. Through some hard times. Number three? My number three, Ned Flanders. Thank you. I was going to say, if Ned yep. Flanders is not on this list. Yep, Ned Flanders, and here's why. Someone who's he's going to be... You can absolutely trust him to watch your house, do some chores for you while you're gone. Uh, someone who you can probably call in a pinch, and he could like go grab your kids from school. Something came up. Yep. But good Christian fella too. Love the Lord. Going to be able to give you some good advice, maybe when you're in some down times. Maybe help lead you or your family down down a good wholesome path. I just Ned, just you know, he caught too much flack from Homer. Good guy. Ned Ned deserves to be on there. Do you remember when he started the left-handed store? The Leftorium. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> what a great what a great businessman that Ned, Ned Flanders And Homer was. was happy to see him go bankrupt and then eventually Homer noticed all the people in his life that were wanting left-handed things. Yep. Wasn't Mr. Burns like my kingdom for a left-handed can opener <laughs> yes. or something like that? Yep. And then Chief Wiggum needed like a left-handed ledger book or yep. something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right, my number 4. You might you might hate this, but to me, I think I would love living next. I would get annoyed, but love living next to him, Cosmo Kramer. Cosmo Kramer. Never yeah. a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Entertainment value. Always seemed to know a guy and could get something done, but then always screwed it up. So tread lightly if you want to rely on him, but just mm-hmm. purely entertainment value. Also, you're going to have a higher grocery bill with him as your neighbor, probably. He took a lot of Jerry's food. A lot. But. That's mine. Wilson, Wilson, Urkel, Ned Flanders, Kramer. I have some that I think you might kick yourself. Okay. Mr. Feeney. I thought about him, and I ultimately chose Wilson over him, and I thought it would be too similar to have. Am I wrong? Feeney is a... I would take Feeney over Wilson because okay. he doesn't hide his face. What? What's Wilson got to hide? He's hiding something. Feeney... That's a good call. Feeney, I just... I mean, they're not, neither one of them is a bad name, but I would, <laughs> would I have Feeney. Um, Kimmy yeah. Gibbler? Yeah, I thought about Kimmy. Kimmy was ride or die. Joey and Chandler? I didn't think of the friends things, how they could be considered Joey neighbors. Joey and Chandler would be a fun neighbors to live next to. I didn't even to. think of that. Uh-uh, that they not. were technically like neighbors. Yep. Dang it. I did drop the ball there <laughs> on Joey and Chandler. I'm trying to think of... <clears throat> Any, I can't think of a lot of other. Was there any like famous, like popular neighbor in like Fresh Prince? No, I don't feel like we ever saw the neighbor in Fresh Prince. Or the four, or the Foremans and the Princiati's neighbors. Yes, Princiati's and Foremans. Yeah, yeah. Bob, Bob uh, and Midge. Yeah. <laughs> hey there, hold there, hi there. <laughs> yeah, and then Donna was super cool. It'd yeah. be fun to live next to Donna Pinciati. How did I forget Joey and Chandler? Son of a gun! Because you probably thought of them as like a package deal with yeah, all. Yeah, I friends. did. I didn't think of them as neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Ross, I guess Ross. He lived like across the street. That other, he could have been a neighbor, but he's uh, kind of a goofball. That's across the street in New York City. He's not really a neighbor. That's a good call. It's got to be more like across the hall. That's a good call. I'm trying to think of some of the all-time sitcoms because we. Oh, oh, uh, I know. I'd rather have Cody from Step by Step. Yeah, he lived in the van in the backyard. That counts. Cody. Oh, that, for sure. Yeah, Cody was awesome. Gosh, Cody. <laughs> I remember one time he goes, uh, he said to Carol, he goes, hey, Aunt Carol, uh, 
are you supposed to eat bologna when it's got like green fuzz on it? And she goes, <laughs> no. And he goes, oh, man, I'm going to pay for that later. <laughs> he already did it. Yeah. Oh, man. I just Googled neighbors. What do we got here? Chuck Larrabee from Last Man Standing. Didn't no. think of him. Glenn Quagmire. <laughs> Literally just read Glenn Quagmire. <laughs> you do not want to live next to Glenn Quagmire. No, he didn't. <clears throat> I never saw The Wonder Years. They said Winnie Cooper. Oh, yeah. I never watched The Wonder Years. You never watched The Wonder Years? Mm-mm. Winnie Cooper was like one of my first childhood TV crushes. Yeah, Winnie heard, Cooper I've was heard awesome. her name mentioned a lot. She was awesome. Yeah. The very first, the pilot episode of Wonder Years, Winnie's brother dies in Vietnam. And like, here's the thing with The Wonder Years is like, it was funny. There was no laugh track, but it always touched on like historical stuff. So like, yeah, her brother died in Vietnam in the first episode, and like Kevin went and consoled her in the woods and like gave her his Jets jacket to wear, and it was just like a really intense thing. Wow, that is great, good, great, good great theme song, Jim Croce, yeah. Marie Barone. No, everybody loves Raymond. is a terrible show. It's so yeah, bad. Fan Penny was on that list for no, Big Bang. Theory. That's not a good show either. Yeah, I did watch every single episode. King of Queens didn't really have a neighbor per nope. se. Well, what did Lou did Lou Ferrigno live next to them? I don't think Lou Ferrigno was a neighbor neighbor. I can't remember. Just somewhere in the neighborhood. Uh there was the neighbors from Married with Children. Never watched that Darcy show. Darcy and something. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, there's not a huge list of like the iconic neighbors. No. It's de- it's definitely a sitcom trope to have the, really the silly neighbor. I wonder if we're forgetting anybody. I'll probably text you later if I think of it. Yeah. But. Good talk. Great talk. What do you got? All right. I have a 90s quick hitter that I How I'm long op- have we been talking? Uh, 45 minutes. Ooh, this is going to be a tight one. Unless we can find some real length here. Yeah. Was I right, though, that the neighbors wasn't going to be that long of a conversation? Uh, yes, you nailed that one on the head. <laughs> um. I had this, I love this experience of going to the grocery store as a kid. When you were seeing back at the meat counter, they had the live lobster tank beside the meats at the end of the meat I counter. I cannot relate to this. For real. I don't remember a live lobster what? tank. What? At a grocery store? Hy-Vee and Storm Lake. <sighs> they had the lobster tank beside at the end of the meat counter. It's on the. I would like bend. to revisit our first topic. I think one of the signs of wealth was shopping at a place with a live lobster <laughs> tank. You know where do you shop is a good. I food wise, I'm getting a little whiff of a memory of this lobster tank. Mm-hmm. The lobster were in there, and they didn't even have their pinchers like taped together or anything, and. Every now and then, someone would come and you'd see them. Someone would say they wanted one. They'd go in there and snag one. Have out. you ever had lobster? Oh yeah, I have. Out one. in Boston, I've never had one. Phenomenal. Don't you eat it with a ton of butter? Oh yeah. Yep. I want to have one. I would like to try one, dude. For Christmas, they sell them at Fairway. They sell. They get in. Wait, that's that's crab leg. Never mind. Yeah, I've had. I've lobster. never had a crab leg either. Oh, don't they, you have to? Uh, they get in big king crab legs because a lot of people do surf and turf for their christmas dinner with their family don't you have to put a lobster in the pot when it's alive yep and you hear it squeal as it slowly dies oh they squeal oh yeah you can hear them like is that the lobster or is that like that's the lobster air leaving its body or something well i guess i don't know maybe it's air leaving the body but yeah it's delicious you should have it a lot of butter is involved 
Which who can go wrong? Some with Some people say the lobster is really just the mechanism for delivering the butter. It's not really about the lobster. You're not it's wrong. about the butter. You're not wrong because then the meat is so buttery. It's just like thicker butter that you're eating. What's the meat like? Um, I mean, it's not like it's it's a different consistency than than like steak. It's not like shreddy, like fall apart. It's kind of it's got some texture to it. It's just. I don't know. It's kind of bland, and, you and just, it's the lobster tail. That one thing you eat, I've always right? noticed you, about you just eat the tail. Yeah, one thing. Or wait, that's crab again. Never mind. You can't eat the pinchers. Nope. One thing I've noticed about uh, seafood is seafood tends to be a little bland. It's all about the seasoning, in my opinion. Okay. For the seafood, but I'm not a big seafood guy. I feel like a lot of it has the same sea taste. Yeah, I had a soft shell crab sandwich in Florida when I went to Florida. A soft shell crab is like a little crab. It's like, I don't know, four inches wide, but it's you cook the entire thing and then you just eat the entire crab. Don't they have like a hard exoskeleton? No, because it's a soft shell crab. So when you cook it, it makes it tender with the meat and everything. And you just stick that baby right on a sandwich. Seasoning, sauce is what you want. The legs and everything? Yep. You eat it like that. That sounds disgusting. It's yummy. Really? But I'm a seafood guy. Love me some seafood. My dad was a big seafood guy. I I don't know. I, I don't hate it. I just I just had an idea. Do you like 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 oysters and clams and all that? Uh clams are phenomenal. I had fresh clams in Boston. Phenomenal. Oysters, no. Yucky. They're like giant boogers. Yeah, it's like snot. My dad loved oysters. <sighs> My dad likes oysters. So what I want to go to New Orleans sometime. It's like a dad thing. It is. My dad loves it. <clears throat> Oyster stew was gr- We don't do it anymore. But like when harvest got done and I was a younger kid and like all my aunts and uncles were still like young and like we weren't all older and everyone off doing their own thing. We'd always have a huge post harvest meal at my grandma's when she was alive. And we'd always have chili and oyster stew. My dad liked oyster pizza. stew. Yeah. Ugh, not me. Uh, my aunt Sue once like Ran, like backed away from the table and like threw her hands up in front of her because she was sitting across the table from me and I finally tried it for the first time and she thought I was going to puke it back up on her with a look ahead of my face. Is that the last time you ate an oyster? Last time. I do want to go to New Orleans though sometime and do like an oyster on the half shell where you like you suck it off the shell with like some hot sauce on it. Don't I they would, say it's an aphrodisiac? Could be. They always say oysters are like, we'll get you in the mood. <clears throat> Well, I'll go there when I'm married someday then. Well, I have to be careful not to eat them around you, Adam. Hey, hey. we'll set we'll set boundaries. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I just don't. I don't want to get any inklings because I had oysters yeah. around you. When I worked at a uh, Fairway, oyster like. Why does everything have to be about you working at Fairway? I don't know. I feel like that's the only thing you ever want to talk about. Sorry, but it has to do with oysters. I'm kidding. That's the first time you've mentioned oh, this to me. Really. I didn't know yeah, if I'd no. said it like 25 times. No, it's the first time. Around Thanksgiving, we'd get all the oysters in because people love to come in and buy oysters for like their Christmas dinner. Don't ask me why. Just huge buckets of oysters. And man. Where do you get those around here? Like Storm Lake? Like just like do they, the supplier? Do they harvest them out of Storm Lake? Yeah, I'm going to say no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Which probably, one is a pearl growing? Probably Spirit Lake. What is though? a pearl growing? Clam. Clam. Okay. Yep. So... And people would come in and want like two pounds of oysters or something. I get the container out and I had to start scooping those out of there. And it's they're in the shell though, right? It's a slimy. The, no, these ones are already out of the shell. They're shell booger content, like material basically. Are oysters disgusting? Animals? I think so. <laughs> I, I no would idea. assume so. 
I think so. Clams are animals, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, oyster is an animal, I'm assuming. Is a clam an animal? Yeah. It's kind of like coral. It's like, I know you're alive, but I don't really so, know what you do. It's an interesting question. <laughs> Why? Do, what do you like about clams? What, is a clam like a booger? No, clam is delicious. Clam is almost like a little, uh, almost like a little fish nugget. It was really? awesome. Yeah, I had fresh clams. Yeah, be careful Boston. not to eat a pearl. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Chip a tooth. Yeah, also could become rich. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. I remember a book called The Pearl by John Steinbeck. Huh? Could make this guy finds a really big pearl and then he tries to hide it. Anyway, really? Going. Huh? I'm gonna have to read that book. Uh, I won't read that. You're book. not gonna read that book. Yeah, no, <laughs> let's just be clear. I don't read. Um, yeah, we had him like wait. Two you hours. don't read because you don't know how, or you don't like to. A little of both. Okay, a little of both. Okay, I keep prefer going. large print audiobook specifically. You Adam prefers Where's Waldo books. Uh-huh. Uh, that just made me think of, the, of a '90s thing we could talk about. Uh, did you ever try to read those in the car and get super car sick? Because I did. No, you. I would always bring it like this time. I won't get car sick. And I'm just trying to look in those, uh, and I think I've got to put this down. I'm getting super car sick. It's a lot to it's a lot to handle, but um, yeah. And when I had clams in Boston, they told us that they had just caught them like two hours before that. Oh my, was it good? Don't you have to like take a knife and like stick them in there and yeah, like a little you like pry the shell open and get them out. That oysters too. You do they scream do when you do that? Uh, probably if they're not dressed. Yes. <laughs> Such a stupid joke. <laughs> It's horrible. Don't be proud of that. That was a horrible joke. Anyway, yeah, I had to serve a lot of those snotty oysters at Fairway, and it was gross. And the juice and stuff is uh, leaking all over the counter, and you got a the counter's a mess. And then the kids you're working with don't want to clean up after themselves, so I'm always wiping down the counter. Well, you're the one that was scooping them out. Why are they cleaning up? Well, I cleaned up my messes. They wouldn't oh, clean okay. theirs. Yeah, yeah. Oysters do not appeal to me at all. No. What's a scallop? A scallop is, I guess I don't know where it comes from, but it's like a piece of fish. It's, it's like, a sea thing. Yeah, it's like the size of a little bigger than a golf ball. And but you, it's just, you like, just sear them it's on. It's kind of like a really thick disc. Yeah, it's like an inch thick or a little yeah. more maybe. Yeah, and you just sear them a little bit on, on each side and you don't cook them a ton and you just throw a lot of butter and rosemary and seasoning like that over them and bada bing. Are they meaty? They're very meaty. All meat. What's a shallot? A shallot is an onion. A very oh, okay. small little baby onion. This oh. is going to be the whole episode of a podcast where I just ask you, like, what's okra? <laughs> you just like <laughs> pickled okra is gross. Because you, you're uh, a food expert, you just o- explain <laughs> foods to me the, like, <laughs> the whole it. time. Okra is another one of those foods, very slimy, gross texture. Ugh. Shallots are is awesome. It, isn't okra kind of like asparagus? Yeah, very okay. similar to asparagus, and a lot of people like to pickle it. I've heard of that. It, people need to settle down with the pickling. Yeah, too many things are pickled. Really, it just should just be pickles. Uh, what else do we need to be pickling? Pickled pig's feet? No, thanks. Gross. Pickled Pi- okra? Ugh. Pickled eggs? No, thanks. Pickled onions? Is that what they call it? Is it pickled onions? When they pickle those red onions and they'll put them on stuff? I can't remember for sure. Hmm. Uh, We've pickled too many things. We have. Shallots are good. For like throwing in a beef stew because they're just so small that you can just they're eat just a like bowl. are they tiny little little onions like mm-hmm. small onions yeah little baby onions mm. and you can just basically eat them whole how about I, how about movie critic Gene Shallot <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know Gene's background too much <laughs> crazy mustache big poofy hair huh. funny glasses 
That friggin' gene. Remember Bruce Valanche, speaking of the 90s? Of course. <laughs> he was an interesting guy. Where do you pull these names from? I have no idea. Bruce Valanche. I only remember from Hollywood Squares, but he was an interesting cat. Man. Hosted by Tom Bergeron. Yeah. I used to love watching Hollywood Squares. Tom Bergeron or Tom Berenger? Who do you like better? Gotta go Berenger. Me too. Yep. Yeah. Tom Berenger. Mostly because of Major League. Yeah. Berenger. Jake Taylor. Yeah. That's pretty much my reason too. Yeah. Uh, When you brought up Waldo, it made me think of those magic books. You know what I'm talking about? Or what, what were they called? Magic? Where you had to like stare at the thing oh magic eye yeah you remember that like you had to like like 3d yeah but you had, if you had to look i've at never it been good at be 3d pictures i've never been good at i never it. solved one you have to there's a trick to like you have to let your eyes relax and yeah. almost like stare through the book like it's not there but i'm not good at it i have to like get myself psyched up and get in the right frame of mind i never solved one but i had friends who could do them all easily do you ever see the movie mall rats no Wait, one of the main plot lines, um, Jeremy London, maybe it's Jason Wait, London. Yes, I've seen Jason it. Lee. Is it a bunch of kids? Well, it and all takes place at the mall. And at some point, they end up like on a van together at one point. No. Shannon Doherty is in it. A young Ben Affleck is in it. Oh, I've seen Mallrats. Yes, but, I have um, seen The this. guy that plays Rowdy Burns. Yes. Yeah. Rowdy Burns. Um, that's oh, a, and, that oh, and uh, Amy Adams. Yeah, I've seen Mallrats. Ethan Embry... Is the heavy set kid from Remember the Titans? Yeah, who's not heavy set anymore. Actually, he got in shape. It's pretty cool. But the whole his whole storyline, the whole movie of Mallrats, is he's staring at a three D picture at the mall and he cannot see it. And some little girl comes by and just looks at it for like two seconds. She goes, "Hey, mom, it's a schooner," and he just loses it because he's been <laughs> staring at the entire movie. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Freaks out. By the way, the other day I tried to. I spent like 40 minutes and then I gave up trying to find the clip of Eric Bice from the goods live hard, sell hard that we talked about during <laughs> yeah. the underrated movies. And I couldn't, I couldn't find it. And so I just gave up. I wanted to send it to you so bad. That's a great story about how you almost did something. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't even need to tell the story, but you know what? I tried, right? Thank goodness for that edit button. Yep. That's a good call. What was the nineties quick cutter? The grocery store. Lobster. Oh, lobster. Yeah. <laughs> Got off topic there. We got Dude, a ways I used off to topic. love to go to uh, to to High V and, and just watch those lobsters swim around. Did in you there. tap on the glass? Of course, <laughs> all the time. Tap on the glass. There was usually I don't know seven, eight lobsters. It felt like in there. Did you try to get your mom to buy you one? Probably at some point. We never did. I had the only a- seafood we ate was bullhead. Mm. <laughs> is that really seafood or is nah. that like creek food? More like creek food. <laughs> I had a couple of hermit crabs for a while as pets. Creepy little things. I love that. One of them was named Wilbur, and one of them was named Nadine, which is not my wife's name. Because you named it after your grandma? Yeah. I named it after my grandparents. They eat Cheerios. Really? Yeah, maybe some lettuce. You got to put a little milk cap full of water in there. Super creepy. Hermit crabs live in water, right? Or not? No, no, no. But you got to put a little cup of water in there for them to drink. Okay. But I don't know how I came to possess these hermit crabs, but I would be so freaked out by like trying to pick it up and just hold it in my hand they gave me the freaking willies dude they're so gross huh and then one day they were dead and i just threw them out in the yard um but the fun part was like do you remember when we were kids they had those little plastic football helmets oh yeah you try to put stuff in their in their like little terrarium or cage whatever 
hoping they would take that as their new home, and then they could just like carry a Broncos football helmet around as their house. Yeah, because aren't they really small? Yeah, they're fairly small, but it's the thing like they, what sticks out of their shell are these long, creepy legs. Ugh, and they just like the way they feel on your hand. They're so gross. I don't even know why I had them. I wasn't sad when they died, and I never wanted to like take them out because they were just so freaky. Did but you, I did put a football helmet in there and try to get it to wear it around, but I don't think it did. That would have been amazing. Yeah, it would have been really funny. And I would have just had to take your word for it because we didn't have uh, cell phones and video. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, did you buy that hermit crab at Walmart where when all like the fish tanks and stuff were there? No, I think I came into possession of it through the mall and like, yeah, I don't know. I think it was through the mall. All right. uh, the lobster, you talking about that and the lobster thing got me. Uh, thinking about how what an awesome experience like Walmart was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. The fish tank section. Do you yep. remember that? Storm Mike had one within the last like 10 years. We, yeah. bought, we bought a fish there named Gilly. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago they got rid of it. Oh, when the I fish had, tank section was crazy. When I had hermit crabs at school, I thought it'd be funny to just tell people like, I got crabs. <laughs> 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 and then wait for them to ask a question before I'd elaborate. Yeah, they're hermit. Yeah, I got like, her- I imagine the Walmart people, or the higher ups who like decide what's going to happen at their stores. I just feel like getting a bunch of fish isn't a good business plan. You don't think so? I don't know. Maybe. Where I mean, else maybe, am I supposed to buy pet fish? Maybe they sold a ton of them. Who knows? There wasn't a lot of pet stores around. Was there ever a pet you wanted as a kid that you never got? All I ever wanted was a dog, and we had dogs. I don't. I don't. I never wanted a fish. Definitely never wanted a cat. We did have cats, but they were just killing mice and rats. Uh, I don't think so. I always wanted a pet turtle. Never got one, huh? Nope. Well, you can now. It's never too late. I even got my parents to go to PetSmart one time. We got close to getting a pet turtle. Yeah. Um, I think I wanted a pet turtle because I like the Ninja Turtles. Makes sense. And uh, I didn't think I was going to like teach it karate, but I just, I, to this day, I think turtles (laughs) are, I think turtles are cool animals. I really like them. However, my parents like pulled the plug on the whole thing when we were talking to the sales guy and he's like, yeah, you gotta be careful. You can't really touch him much. You might get salmonella. And my parents are like, okay, we're done here. Like we're not going to buy you a pet and spend money on something that yeah. you can't even touch. Cause you might get really sick. Like also he, the guy was like, they're pretty dirty animals. You got to clean the cage a lot or the aquarium a lot. And my parents are like, let's be honest. You're never going to do all that stuff. Yeah. But I do think turtles are really cool animals. I don't really like a lot of reptiles, but I do like turtles, except for soft shell turtles. Those things are weird. You can see the outline of their body yep. through the shell. Goofy. No, thanks. Creepy looking. What do you, what's your thoughts on turtles? We had, um, I'm not against turtles. Every now and then when I was a little kid, I'd find one on the farm and pick it up and play with it for a while. Uh, not a big fan of snapping turtles. No. I've encountered quite a few of those over the Did years. Did I ever tell you about the giant one I encountered by my... My mom's place no, out in the country. This. this thing was like prehistoric. It was huge. Adam, Make I would say the shell was probably the size of that trash can lid. Wow. It was massive. You encountered a big one. We saw one in college one time, too, trying to walk across the road that was that big. I remember being little, and there was a snapping turtle crossing the highway by my dad's place, and we got out, and I was a little kid. And so in my little kid mind, like I thought snapping turtles like would for sure like kill you and tear you apart. 
I remember my dad like walking up to it and me like screaming and freaking out like, what are you doing, dad? And yelling and all worried. And he just grabbed it by the tail and like drug it back into the ditch. So it wouldn't get run over by a semi and killed, but I thought for sure he was going to kill him. What's a racing turtle? Is that a thing? I I don't know. I caught a turtle on vacation when I was fishing when I was like six. Okay. I caught it off the the dock. I ended up catching the same turtle later. And I, I just remember my uncles calling it a racing turtle. I don't know why. Like it had special colored markings on its back, but. Yeah, what's a box turtle? Maybe it's the there's I don't know. There's You've just, heard of box turtle, though, oh right? yeah. yeah. There's just too many different kinds of turtles. You know what? I'm gonna get my encyclopedia letter T tonight, and I'm gonna read up on turtles. You should. I'll I'll, re- I'll report back. This can be a two part. Do you actually have encyclopedias? No. Oh, okay. Some people do. Did you ever have? Um, did you have a Windows computer growing up? Uh yes. Did you ever have the Encarta CD? It was like a CD-ROM version of an encyclopedia. Oh, yeah. And I remember yep. being like, I got a school project. I got to put the Encarta CD in. Yep. And our computer came with this really cool Sports Illustrated CD. And you could, I I remember learning a lot about the Buffalo Bills botched field goal in the Super Bowl from this in Sports Illustrated CD-ROM that came with our uh, Packard Bell, <laughs> Packard des- Bell. Des- desktop computer. I was like, man, I think his name was Scott Norris. He like pushed it wide right or something. That one in the Florida State one. Didn't Florida State botch a field goal? Florida State. To like win a natty? Like four of them. They, Florida State, could, they were cursed wide right, wide left all the time. We had a really cool um, F1 racing game too. For uh, I don't remember. For Windows. And it was really hard to go the right way and like actually win the race. So we'd always get bored and we would just flip around and go full speed the wrong way and just head on collision. <laughs> And we had a CD-ROM game do. called Picture Perfect Golf. That was fun. That we played really a, familiar. We played a lot of Picture Perfect Golf. That one sounds familiar. And I had a really killer Goosebumps CD-ROM game. Goosebumps. And, Legends. And, and uh, Springfield, Simpsons. Um, Don't remember that. You could like walk all around Springfield. I was really into CD-ROM games. It was all the rage, I man. played a lot CDs. of com- I played a lot of computer games, but like in the pre- um, the Arab where you were playing with people, you weren't playing with anybody. You were playing the computer. Yeah, it wasn't like online computer. No, it's just you. I put, we had we had World of Warcraft. No, we had Warcraft. I think mm-hmm. it was just called Warcraft back then. You weren't playing know. with people, yeah. but you had to like explore and the orcs and the. Hey, we had Sim City. Did you ever play Sim City? Of course. Sim City two thousand. Love Sim City. Sim City two thousand is how I understood what city planning and zoning laws were. Yep. Sim City was incredible. That game, game like, was really. They don't cool. make games like that anymore. That like educate kids. That that game was an educational game. Mm-hmm. I've told students more than once. I wish you guys could have played SimCity. You would just understand some of this civic stuff mm-hmm. if you actually had to run a city like we did. Yep. We uh, our computer was a gateway computer. Oh, okay. Mm, let's talk about signs of wealth. If you had a gateway, I computer. thought gateway computers were were like rich people computers. Ours was a gateway purchased from. I don't know if we got it from the Gateway Building in Sioux City. Have you ever seen that building? No, that's a so thing. Sioux City, like what in the '90s, like when computers were becoming huge and all the thing, and gateways were like the, a big deal. They uh, built a massive building in Sioux City, and it was a humongous gateway production facility, and it employed thousands of people. And my aunt worked there, and it was like, so did you get discount? It was like probably. 
it was like a big deal to work there. It was like a really good. She tells me all about it, like how it was like an incredible job in the Didn't 90s. Didn't gateways come in boxes that were look like cows? Yes. And the building is still there in Sioux City. It's a massive white building and it's got black cow spots all over it. What is it now? It's Amazon uh, warehouse. There's just random businesses that like oh. rent space out. And there's like a used like refurbished computer shop in there. We can go buy laptops and stuff. So I went and looked there for a laptop once and it's just out on the, I don't matter what side of Sioux city it is. It's a massive building in a gigantic parking lot where it looks like, like 500 cars can park. We had a computer a room building. when I was a kid. Yep. It was the office that had the desktop computer. Yep. And I remember my parents sometimes having to set timers so we could share because we would all, me and my brothers, we would all play SimCity mm-hmm. 2000. Such a great game. And we would play Picture Perfect. I love playing Picture Perfect Golf with them. Mm-hmm. Um, we would, yeah, we would like take turns like, mom, he's been on it forever. It's my <laughs> turn to play my Goosebumps game. And I remember like rushing home from school and being so pumped to play my Goosebumps CD-ROM game. It was two discs. Love it. It was Escape from Horrorland. I loved Goosebumps. But I remember when we got it, um, we finally got it. And my mom was like, well, we have to install it. I, I was so like, well, we own it. Like, why can't I play? She's like, well, we have to install it. And I'm like, how long is that going to take? She's like, it probably won't be ready till tomorrow. And I was like, I was super bummed. Long installs. I recently went on YouTube and looked up that game and somebody has the full playthrough and I watched like five minutes of it just for nostalgia's sake. And I was yeah. like, so many Took good, back. so many good memories playing that game. And that Simpsons game was really fun too. Yep. Yeah, man. That's where it was at. The old desktop computer. Do you remember? Did you guys get internet on your desktop? Oh, yeah. And dial uh, up. Just t- yeah, tied up the phone line. And then yep. we got this piece of software called CallWave. And I don't know what that is. When you were on the internet and somebody called, it would ring to CallWave. And it would not kick you off the internet, but it would let you know that someone was calling. Genius. And then it, they could leave a voicemail. And you could listen to it without ever giving off the internet. And so sometimes it'd be like, ah, crap, it's grandma. It's like important. I have to get off the internet. And it was like a big deal where our parents let us have more computer time because it wasn't technically stopping incoming calls from coming in. Yep. Um, Did you ever do chat rooms? Oh, yeah. Like like MSN Messenger. Like, well, no, I'm talking like Yahoo chat rooms. Oh, no. I did, and it's kind of crazy because I don't think my parents understood that like I was in chat rooms with just complete strangers. Oh, like from all over the world? Yes. No, I never did that, but and that it, sounds thrilling. <laughs> it never got weird. It never was like to catch a predator, <laughs> but it was like I used to go on Yahoo and be in these. A lot of times it was online chess, Yeah, but there was a chat, and uh, other times I just went flat out in chat rooms. And like I said, it never got weird. It never got inappropriate. Um, you would just like talk to people from different parts of the world. I remember playing chess with this Jewish girl and she's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm Jewish. And I was like, that's cool. You should be yourself. It's really cool. <laughs> I was in like sixth grade playing chess with this girl who tells me she's Jewish and I don't know where in the world she lived, but I just remember being like, that's really cool, man. You should just like do your thing. Anyway, your move. Oh, that's classic. <laughs> that's so classic. Yeah. No, the, just like the early days of the internet when like our parents didn't even understand. Nope. All right. Well, Burke, thank you once again for being here. 
I should just stop thanking you because it's probably just going to be a regular thing. It's it, I enjoy it. So that was uh, uh, another episode. I don't know the number. I don't know why I was going to try to say the number. 82. Uh, we'll call it 82 <laughs> of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast. Uh, check us out on Spotify, on Apple, and Facebook. Search for Backroads and Bonfires. Instagram, search for it. Um, what's that one thing called? TikTok. There it is. I have a TikTok page. Um, I think it's like called At The Real Adam Pedersen. I honestly don't know. Just search Adam Pedersen on TikTok. You'll I don't find have TikTok because I'm a grown-up. Appreciate that. Uh, and then YouTube. Got the YouTube. Don't forget to watch the YouTube video. Search for my name, Adam Pedersen, on YouTube. Uh, guess what, Bert? I think possibly this weekend, next YouTube video getting filmed. Nice. There's going to be two in December. What are you doing? Christmas theme. Christmas. I figured. Uh, you Christmas shopping for this, one? This one, it might be me <laughs> doing like a Christmas craft. Okay. And we're going to video me making it while I'm like interacting with all the middle-aged women that are there crafting and I'm crafting with them and where are you make gonna, it funny. Where are you going to hang out with these middle-aged women? I think it's at a class in, in Cherokee oh, okay. at, at a friend's. You should do a video of you like going to catch your Christmas goose. <laughs> going to catch your Christmas goose. That's funny. Your goose. I saw a funny, uh, I sent a meme to my friend Brad, Brad Elder. <clears throat> Gotta love Brad. The Brad. He's got to come down and be a guest. The Brad Elder. But the meme said, uh, Orange uh, Juice. No, I don't have TikTok. I watch TikToks on Instagram Reels two weeks after they're posted like an adult, (laughs) (laughs) which is very much my life. People be like, Have you ever seen this TikTok? And I'm like, No, but I've seen it on Instagram. Yep. Because that's the only thing I have that's remotely like that. I post my TikTok videos on Instagram Reels. (laughs) Adam, I'm going to play us out. Okay. Rattle, rattle, thunder clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry, call your car X, man. Hot, hot.